Welcome to Fuck Cancer, but let's talk about it. My name is Marcos, and I am your host. The purpose of this podcast is to have an open space for anyone who would love to share their story of what they went through while they had cancer or for someone who took care of a loved one who passed away of cancer or maybe they're still surviving and they would love to share their story or for a medical professional to explain the do's and don'ts and what to look out for the signs and symptoms or anyone who has like a non-profit organization that helps with african-american people in the community who are going through things like this of cancer so let's talk about it cancer hits home for me because i lost my mother at the age of 17 she was a fighter to the end like many others i remember the first time i seen my mom throw up and it was blood I asked her was she okay and she just told me yeah I didn't think much nothing of it I didn't really know what 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 could be going on with my mother I knew she was she was going to the doctors and explained to the doctor something was really going on with her from internally because she she couldn't hold down food but the doctors were just assuming that it was food poison something that'll pass but it never did pass it was continuously Eventually, someone finally listened to her and she was able to go see a specialist and when they ran a biopsy on her, it came back to where we found out she was stage 3 colon cancer. After we found that out, we ended up going to Georgia to have sur- for her to have surgery for she can get treatment and everything at Emory Hospital. And once that happened they were like the day of surgery they called my sister well they told my sister like hey you know we try to take as much as we out as we could but the cancer had already metastasized already all all internally around her stomach area and everything else to where they couldn't do nothing else they was like we even tried that it would it could kill her so they had to close her up and hope for the best it was like you know what six months so she started with chemo and I remember the first night my mom had her surgery and she wanted me to stay with her in the hospital that was like one of the most scariest and saddest things ever to see your mother in so much pain and you can't do nothing about it and I literally at the time I was 16 15 16 I cried that whole night while I listened to her being in pain like I can't do nothing for her but hear her being in pain and she's still trying to be strong for me it was like oh my gosh and they were like don't cry in front of her but I always turned my head and I boohoo cried the whole night like a baby 
So that was the experience that I had with her, but it was not no fun experience, of course. My mom eventually stopped taking chemo because, like many people know, chemo is hard. Chemo is no joke. Sometimes chemo aggravates the cancer and makes it worse. So, and she used to be weak. She used to throw up some days. And so she stopped, which I understand. But one thing she didn't stop doing was fighting. The doctors gave her six months. When we found out she had cancer, it was in May. My mama lived to a year and a half later. So she never gave up. She just stopped taking the chemo. And I appreciate her for that. She fought as hard as she could. And just for all her children, you know, that's one thing about a mother's love is that they're going to fight to the end. And it was, you can only do, only thing you could do is appreciate stuff like that. It's sad, but oh my gosh. I remember when my mother ended up going to the hospice because there was nothing else my sister could do for her. She was her caretaker. And she called me, she cried. She was like, I'm sorry, but there's nothing else I can do. And she's going to the hospice. And I remember once upon a time, everybody that know what a hospice was or how we thought about the hospice was, or that's where some people just go die at, you know, she about to go die. And this was around October. And so, and they told her, they was like, hey, the doctors told her, like, she's declining. And mind you, I wasn't living with my mother at the time. My mama was living in Georgia, and I had stayed in Florida with my father because I had a scholarship, and I still had to finish school in Florida to to continue my scholarship, and she wanted that for me also. It was hard, but she also wanted that for me. So when my sister called me and told me about the news, you know, I broke down, I cried, and of course I was living with my father, so... I told him, but it was no bigger than him. He was just like, okay, whatever. And so I ended up, thank God for my mentor, um, they gave me some Sky Miles. And so I had a free round trip flight from Florida to Atlanta. And I came to see my mom. And mind you, I didn't, I haven't seen my mom in few months so all I did we used to just speak on the phone every day she makes she made sure we spoke every day so when I finally got to see my mother in October I was she wasn't expecting me so it was like a surprise to her she was already in the hospice so the day I walked into that room to see my mother that was my last time seeing her alive now she is like I lit her up like I lit up her face she was so ecstatic to see me meanwhile my face was in shock like oh my god what the hell y'all and Cause I didn't know what to expect. I was expecting to still see the mother I had before when I left. 
she still was my mother but she was like a whole different person and until you unless you've been through that with uh, a loved one or someone you know who actually was fighting something like this you know you wouldn't understand or see what it looked like but for example when Chadwick Boseman when he his last post while he was alive and I can't remember what he posted about on IG but everyone started making jokes about him like why why he looks so sickly I could say hey when I seen him I'm like I know that look because that's what my mother looked like like the cancer basically ate her up internally so she was she was so little the only thing big on her was her stomach and it was black because of the cancer so basically eating her internally and so I was scared at this point I'm 17 years old now so I'm scared because I don't want to hurt her I don't want to hurt her too tight I don't want to I don't want her to feel no pain but she's okay so I sat on the bed with her and she's like why you look like that I'm just like nothing Meanwhile, I'm holding back tears again because I think I got the warrant to say, hey, don't cry. So here I go again, trying to hold back tears. And she was just so happy to see me, like, you know. And I was happy to see her, but I was just like, oh, my gosh. My mom is, like, dying low-key. And so... We sat on the bed and you know she's just like how you doing and you know we speaking and stuff and I'm like are you okay and she's like I'm good she was just she didn't care about nothing else but seeing me since I'm the baby but seeing me lit her up like what cancer chabu you can't tell me I'm sick right now my baby here right here so you know she just held me and so that night, because they had a little pull-out couch, so that night, when I was going to bed again, I cried like a baby, because I was in so much shock to see her like that, that it was getting to the time where you're, you're trying to accept that, you know, death is a part of life and that you're about to lose a loved one but you don't want to accept it you don't want to accept the reality of what it is but you see it in your face and so I cried I was just like oh my gosh my mom is so little like I don't want her to die like why can't this thing just go away why couldn't it just came and left I don't know too much about cancer. I, I wasn't looking it up. And so we enjoyed that weekend. She was just so excited to see me. Like, she didn't care nothing about it. She made sure I ate. She They bought her food, but she was like, you want to eat, baby? I was just like, Lord. She ate, I ate. We ate together. We were happy. She was excited. You know, I was, I was appreciative to even see her because, hey, I didn't know when I was going to see my mother again. I didn't get to see her for Thanksgiving. So that sucked on my end. I spoke to her. She wished I was there, but I didn't get to make it for Thanksgiving. I didn't have money to go see her like that. And um, 
And then a couple days after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was November 25th, 26th that year, 2006, December 1st. It was like, you just know when something's not right. I went to school that morning, senior year. Went to school that morning, and like my mom used to talk to me in the morning time before school. Sometimes she would call me like around six o'clock in the morning. It was like clockwork. Well, I would call her, and she would always answer the phone. And so, but this morning when I just walked into the cafeteria, I looked at the time. It was around like six forty in the morning, and. I was just like something's not right I just felt it like something's not right but and I told myself like maybe I should call my mom and I'm like nah she's probably asleep I'm not gonna bother her I'm gonna call her later today when I get off work and I went to first period and my sister called me I had my phone in my pocket and I swear my teacher was looking at me with my phone vibrating I'm like oh. I'm like, I can't answer, so I'm going to call her back. And she left me a voice message. So I'm like, hmm, this is not, this is weird. Because she never leave me voice messages. So, what's the problem? And so, after that, you know, in between first and second block, we had blocks in school. I was like, let me go ahead and call her back to see what's going on I walked to another teacher classroom who wasn't my teacher but she she wouldn't mind and I called her back like hey I'm like what's going on and she was just she broke down she was like she's gone no like, what she's like our mom is gone you know and it's still like settling in my head like what did she say she died this morning and I broke down I like cried in the classroom wow so you students are looking at me like what's going on with her and so she was like the teacher was like you know won't you go to the office so you can go home I'm like now I'm hysterical like they're not gonna let me go home I'm crying they're not gonna let me go home they're gonna take my kids away anything she was like, no, they should let you go home. You know, you don't have a death in the family. I was just like, no, they're not going to let me go home. And so I just started walking down the hallway, boo crying. I'm like, I don't care who looking at me. You're going to see snot, tears, everything today because I'm in pain. You know, this is high school. And one of my good friends, my senior year, her name is Gerda. She see me, she was like, what is wrong? And I'm just like, my mom died. Of course, I'm crying, explaining to her. And she's like, oh my gosh. And so she was like, I'm going to walk with you to the office. I'm like, okay. I'm like, but you sure? You know, you don't have to. She's like, yeah, I'm going to walk with you. And she went into tears with me. So we crying together, walking down the class, walking down the hallway to the office. And... (laughs) I think it was another one, Clarissa. She seen us crying, and one somebody, one of us had to explain the story. So now we're all three people walking down the office, just boohoo crying. And you know, we all got to the office, and I was like, I need to go home. 
They're like, what is wrong? I'm like, yeah, I gotta go home. My mom just died. I gotta go home. Let me go home. They're like, no, you can't go home. Just sit down and relax and you gotta calm down before we can let you go home. They're like, we're gonna call your dad. I'm like, no, nah, he at work. I need to go home. Like, let me just go home. My mom just died. But they wouldn't let me go home, of course. I had to sit there and calm down. After like two hours of crying, eyes are like backed up, you know? And that was a hard day. And I was just like, dang, you know? My mom really gone, like, my mom really died, and I didn't get to see her, like, it kind of hurt, not kind of, it did hurt, like, I just spoke to her, like, the night before, once I got off work, because that was our thing, I talked to her every morning and every night, she knew I would go to work and stuff, so we spoke every day, she made sure she called me every day, so... Yeah. 